0: Hey everybody, thanks again for tuning in to another episode here of the Fearless Fathers Podcast, the growing podcast to learn to rethink fatherhood in a new light. Have a little bit of fun along the way while we talk those tough subjects. As always, man, I have just crushed that. Oh, I crushed that. As always, it's Davo here, and I got alongside me my work wife, my mi amor, mi love, my ginger. As always, Ryan is with me here, so you know it's going to be a fun-filled episode today.
1: Ryan, what's going on? Fun-filled is a fun way to say uh maybe potentially very controversial. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, and this it is, is the episode that almost didn't happen too. Um Dave. Dave's got a little story for you to tell, but I feel okay. like the universe doesn't want us to talk about this.
0: the universe doesn't want us to talk about this, but we're going to talk about it anyway, because that's what we do on the show is before we kick into today's episode. So during the day of this recording, I am also a landlord. I hold my old property and it's a duplex. And my brother is the property manager on said property. He lives upstairs. I have tenants downstairs. And the night before, here in Northeastern Pennsylvania, it likes to get super cold in the winter and so much so that it was dropping below, below freezing with the wind chill. So I texted him. Before that, my pipes froze. The pipes froze at the property just the other day, uh, the day of this recording, and my brother's like, oh, I didn't turn my water on the night before. So I'm sitting there with a fucking hairdryer on freezing pipes. So I texted him the night before, last night, and I said, hey, it's supposed to get really cold this weekend. Leave your leave your water on a trickle. And I put dick at the bottom of it, like, because f- fuck you. I don't want to have to go do more work for you, even though he's my property manager, but he's lazy. And I could say that because he'll never listen to this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Maybe he as good listen to this podcast
0: <laughs> he probably will now just this specific yeah now episode. he'll just
1: tune in <laughs> to see what we ended up talking about <laughs> so before we're getting
0: ready to record this episode i get a text from my brother that said hey the pipes just froze in the property so i jump up I'm calling Ryan. I'm like, yo, man, this might not be happening. Like my pipes just froze. Like I'm I'm going in full fucking assault mode here at this point. I'm like, he probably just woke up. Dick bag doesn't even know there's water. Not realizing that my other tenants didn't text me and say, Hey, we have no water in the property. So I'm like, all right, maybe something happened. Like it got really cold. I don't fucking know. Right. So I'm getting ready. I'm all in my sweatpants and I got like this raggedy ass shirt on. I'm throwing my jacket on. I'm telling my wife, I'm like, I'm going to kill my brother for, for not doing this. I'm getting my car started I'm getting ready to rock and roll and getting ready to leave the house and I call my brother to be like yo are the pipes really frozen he didn't answer me so he calls me back and he goes hey you didn't leave your house did you I said no I'm just about ready to what's up he goes you know I was just fucking with you right <laughs> I said you motherfucker now my brother uh... he moved down to Florida in the sticks of Florida about 12 years ago he just moved up here about 2 years ago so he's got that southern mullet going on right now.
1: It's beautiful.
0: It is. Mm, it's chef fucking kiss.
1: beautiful, and he pairs it with that old Chevy truck. It's like a he's bunch got of a Tacoma. Colors. No, he's got uh, a Tacoma. Who had the old Chevy truck?
0: That he was, was his friend.
1: Oh, that was his friend? That was his friend. Oh, all right. Never mind. Well, he should buy the truck. He should buy the truck. Just as a centerpiece for the but mullet.
0: He, but he's got like those Jeff Gordon fucking killer sunshades that you saw in like the 90s. Yo, Viper 1s, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I said that, I'm like, I'm going to take your fucking mullet, rip it off your scalp, and shove it right up your taint.
1: That would be destroying art, and I do not agree.
0: For that, for this instance, I would have destroyed beautiful art. Let beautiful, him regrow it. Beautiful.
1: Oh, beautiful. <laughs> but that whole, is the story. You your whole brother's look into an NFT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, we can start getting an NFTs. Yeah, bucket. let's do that. <laughs> let's do it.
1: Fearless Fathers NFTs. Buy but them that- on that. Buy them on the merch store.
0: Buy them. Up. Perfect. There you go. That, that's the best way we can make 20 grand in one setting. But uh, that is the story of how this episode almost did not come to be today. So I am primed up. I am ready to rock.
1: Oh, you're you're bent. It's great.
0: Oh, I am. I got oh. it.
1: Oh, I, I didn't, didn't say sleep. one thing for that whole story. Was I, I
0: didn't sleep at all. So uh, now I'm like just running off of pure adrenaline and hatred right now. So let's we're, we're going to rock this out right today.
1: Oh, yeah. and We need we need that energy today because I'm coming off my two week vacation from work and I'm actually going to work in about two hours.
0: So, yeah. Speaking of work, segue. Yeah.
1: Right. What are we talking segue. about? Do you like do you like that? I hey, like that. We're going to talk about. Uh, what are they calling it? the great resignation?
0: Is I have that seen that is? yeah the great yeah. the great resignation yeah, the great yeah.
1: resignation and how that affects you know employment as a father and we're just gonna you know give your our give your opinion give our opinions on it. but first, let's just talk about the big fucking headline that um everyone's talking about um and you could do a cursory Google search or we'll put the we're gonna put the link in the uh, description right? Yeah, yeah, we'll put all the links in the description. Uh, For the Society of Human Resources, uh, Human Resource Management, um, they have an article that got a lot of attention. um, And apparently in November of 2021, 4.5 million people quit their jobs. Now, that is a big fucking scary number, but let's do it with some context here. On average, in the month of November, 3.5 million people quit their jobs across the board. That is still quite a large bump by the way that is that is economy affecting numbers but let's just not go ahead and say like 4.5 million people arbitrarily quit their jobs because that's not the case right one million people <laughs> arbitrarily quit their job. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm out. No, and it comes from the um, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Uh, and the article is really interesting. They give a bunch of really cool graphs and things like that. If you're into that kind of thing, and I am, fucking nerd. I, am, I Get my nerd. dick hard about those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but go take a look at it. Um, very interesting stuff. Um, and I, I put a Business Insiders article on there. Um, it also has a lot of the same things and it looks at the numbers in a different way. And I like those two, uh, those two uh, sources because no, they're not very political. This is a very political topic. Yeah. We're not turning into a political podcast. But no this is a political topic. Yeah, no. But yeah.
0: it's like we even talked about before recording. Everything in today's society is so politicized that it's almost hard to not step into some kind of political spectrum when it, to- when it comes to talking about topics like this.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. We're s-
0: and, and we're so used to talking about the fucking hard hitting topics that you're not that I, I feel like there's not going to be a point where we don't step into some kind of political political pl- ploy, if you will. But this is not politicized whatsoever. Like
1: no, no, no these these are merely our opinions, right? Um, unfortunately, a lot of people will say their opinions are political. This is this is not politicized at any level. And if you take it as such, well, hey, that's that's your fucking opinion of what we had to say. Um, it was never our intention. Also, I guess go fuck yourself. I don't know. <laughs> nah, don't don't go fuck yourself, but
0: uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> but in a loving way. Yeah, in a, in a loving, in
1: a, in a loving way. way. Absolutely in a loving way. And D- Dave, do you want to uh, start off with your opinion or do you want me to start off?
0: Since I'm the unemployed disabled asshole who does this full time, let me start off with my opinion because obviously I have a lot to give about
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are the words we can use to describe Dave in a loving manner? Um, unemployed, slumlord. Um, yeah.
0: Absentee landlord.
1: Absentee landlord. Absentee yep. landlord. Yeah, yeah. Making his brother too old yeah. to work for him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Live on my property, do my shit. Fuck you. Does
1: he still pay you rent?
0: He does. But we worked out a deal.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: We All worked right. out a All deal. Right. I,
1: I don't need to know. I don't, need no, to to don't know. No, you don't need to know. <laughs> but that, 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 that was, there was going to be a joke there, but... <laughs>
0: My thoughts about this, all right, and you, we all love apparently what comes out of my brain hole because I don't even know what I say half the time, the great resignation. And the first time I heard that was my boy, Dean Graziosi, talk about the great resignation. Yeah, that's why it's like we look at this and those numbers are really fucking scary, right? And we're we're seeing it in today's climate, economic climate, like inflation's at an all-time high. You know, the world is literally shitting on itself and we almost feel like we don't have a way to get out of that, the problems that we're facing in today's society on a a macro scale. When I look at this, what that tells me, and I, I have this working theory that I've talked with Ryan and I've talked with a couple other people, but I firmly am starting to believe the more I dig into this, that we are starting to see the blowback of things that came into play in American American society in the mid to late 70s and the early 80s, like that Nixon to Reagan era timeframe. And the reason why I say this, and I'm not, I'm not trying to get political about it, but I, I'm starting to see the blowback where it was always, hey, you need to work hard for little pay. You need to do all this and you need to basically fucking do as we say, not as we do. And I'm starting to see it now where it's like, We as Americans, we as dads, as families, we're like, no, I know my fucking work. I know my worth. I know what I'm capable of. Fuck you. I'm not doing it anymore. So I'm starting to see this really, really big resistance starting to form in like the American household and fathers in general, which are like, I'm not going to continue working for a dickhead who's paying me what I know I'm worth. And that's where I'm starting to see a lot of these like side hustles come into play and people starting to leave their jobs. 4.5 million people just fucking up and quitting jobs, which might've been decently good paying jobs, but they're not getting the respect or the worth that they know they're worth.
1: Oh, no, I, uh, surprisingly agree with a lot of what you just said. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, weird, crazy shit. Um, and you're you're right you're right um i've heard described as many things like for instance like end-stage capitalism uh and you know with the advent of the ability to get information from every direction people are starting to take advantage of that um uh, people are starting to understand that you know corpor- corporations can't live without labor They can live without CEOs, but they can they can't live without labor. Without somebody producing the product or something producing the product and being maintained by a labor force, the corporation doesn't exist. So it's becoming to a point. I don't want to say revolution because it's fucking not, um, because it's not like the Mars Corporation or Disney or fucking Microsoft. It's going to disappear overnight. That's that's never going to fucking happen. But it's getting to the point where the average person has has figured out that like oh well you know what's the most efficient way to do my job it's to understand what a living wage is and then to do not necessarily as little as possible but as little as possible to complete your job correctly because that's the most effective way to be a laborer so what am i getting at what am i getting at right now people once that once Management for a company says, Hey, we need you to do this much more. They're like, Fuck no, nope, it's not worth it because people are now well informed. And congratulations, I think that's a step in progress, personally. Um, will it cause a bunch of fucking issues like we're already seeing? Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, absolutely, it will, (laughs) absolutely, it will. Um, There is a couple issues with that in my mind. Uh, One of them is healthcare. Um, A lot of people's healthcare is tied to their jobs. But I I personally think um, there should always be a public option for healthcare because healthcare is right for everybody. Um, But that's me. That's me and I could be wrong. Uh, But leaving your job might be detrimental to you because of your healthcare. Um, or leaving your job because you found better healthcare for a less paying job may actually net you more money. For instance, my job, my healthcare is incredibly expensive. It's several hundred dollars a paycheck just to put healthcare in for my family. In fact, I think it's more than that now. It's almost 300 bucks a paycheck. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and like, like luckily I have a fairly decent paying job and I can afford it. Uh, but I mean, I don't know if I'm going to have that job forever. I don't fucking know. And, like, I've looked at other positions because healthcare was, like, 60 fucking bucks. Like, um, Starbucks has incredibly good healthcare. Now, they pay, like, shit, but they have incredibly good healthcare, and they give it to their part-time employees. Uh, I have actually considered working at Starbucks over my current career and then just, like, doing a side hustle for, like, whatever, just to to put healthcare for for my family.
0: And I feel like a lot of people are stepping into that society of, like... I'm going to quit a higher paying job, get a better job. And obviously healthcare is just one piece of that puzzle that that's not the end all be all to this, like you're saying, but it's a, it's a massive one. It's a massive one to it, but that you're starting to see a lot of that side hustle mentality going on on top of it too, where that could lead to burnout.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You brought up something that I kind of wanted to add on with. And it had to do like with the issues that we're seeing in today's world, like how we brought up earlier in the episode, like inflation's at an all time high and the world is basically spinning on itself, shit sideways. But it's like, if you, like I dabble in the stock market a little bit, we both do in cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. And I'm big in personal development and you can't have, you can't have a better life or you can't see the better side of things unless you go through a correction in life. And what I feel a lot of this is right now, and healthcare excluded and all the benefits and stuff like that, those are obviously very important things for a lot of families. But what I'm starting to see out of all of this is we're starting to go through this mass correction where people are just fed up, where dads are just fed up or they're burned out because they're working that job. They're spending three, $400 for benefits, but Starbucks pays less. So then they're just gonna go work at Starbucks, make ten, twelve dollars an hour, whatever the case is, get really good health care, and then become like a DoorDash driver or Uber yeah. or some other side hustle to it.
1: Yeah, I know a bunch of guys have done that actually.
0: A lot of, a, I know a lot of people yeah. that do that, and there's, for me, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're happy doing it. But a lot of people do it out of the fear of necessity. Like, oh yeah. my God, I, I lost a massive pay cut. So now I have to do these side hustles, which in return, you're kind of almost burning yourself out the same way you were when you were working a job that may not have been great or may not have paid great. Or you might be burning yourself out more because now you're trying to add more on top of it. That, that's at least my idea of it. But going back to my original point here is I'm starting to see this massive correction in the, we'll call it the job market, if you will, where people are now starting to see their true worth, like Ryan said, not wanting to do more work for the same amount or less pay, and are like, fuck this, I'm out. And it's almost like I'm starting to see the free market kind of come in with like more of these incentive programs and like, like we were talking about off the air you know, these companies saying, hey, if you come in, we're gonna give you an extra hundred dollars as an incentive bonus to come in and work four hours if you're you know, if you're a part time employee and we're gonna add on an extra four dollars an hour per your towards your yeah. pay.
1: Yeah. And that is incredibly common in the um the healthcare industry right now. It especially is. with uh nurses. Um my wife is uh my wife is an LPN actually And um, it's incredibly they're having a hard time keeping LPNs, CNAs and RNs um, stuck in positions because uh, people are just throwing money at them Um, or the patient loads are too high. My wife went in for a job interview today um, where the recruiter offered, I think it was like 27 bucks an hour, which is a fairly good rate for an LPN around here. So she gets to the, the place and they're like, oh, no, that's wrong. It's it's. Twenty-five, and you'll be doing all this other stuff. And do you know how common that is in you know the workplaces right now, just to get you to walk in the door. It's and grat- stupid, common. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It happens all the fucking time. It's like clickbait. It's exactly <laughs> like it, clickbait. It's clickbait. <laughs> if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But like, how hard it is? Is it? By the way, this is a large corporation, mm-hmm. which will remain nameless because you know she might still take the job. Reasons, I don't know what right. she's going to do. Um. But how hard is it for that organization to now that the representative recruiter that rep, that re- the, sorry, the recruiter that's representing your job in your company has offered this. Are you going to pull that back now over $2? I bet you they do. I bet you, but it looks pretty, sh- it looks shitty. It looks awful.
0: You could say that you could say that, but then even at that same point, it's like, what are the qualifications? What are the expertises? You know, is that $2 going to make or break a corporation? Some corporations are just penny pinchers and they're like, fuck you. This is what uh, we this all, is our standard rate.
1: All corporations are penny pinchers because that's the definition of a corporation is to Fair. make as much money as possible.
0: Fair. I, I I can say that. But again, we're going back to this idea now where you see a lot of these incentives and you want to get high qualified workers into your workforce. So now are you going to maybe slack a little to give a little bit more to somebody else? Are you going to do more for this person? We're we're in a very interesting time in America right now when it comes to the job force and working. And obviously I've been out of the standard workforce for a couple of years now, but I still keep up on it because I got guys like you, my friends and stuff. So I I learn a lot of these things along the way. But I see, again, I see like this, like you called it almost like a revolution. It's not the revolution, but it's, it's a revolution where now people find their worth. They say, okay, well, you're not going to give me $27 an hour. I was clickbaited into thinking it's $27 an hour. I'm just going to leave. Yeah. I'm not going to take the job.
1: Right. Which is personally, my personal opinion, what she should do is like, oh, okay. You're going to be confused about the fucking salary here. See you later. Have a good time. You guys, hey. this is incredibly unprofessional.
0: Exactly. So- exactly.
1: I think, once again, this is my opinion, people should stop looking at themselves like they're workers and start looking at themselves like they're businesses. How can I make the most money the most efficiently? Because let me tell you right now, that's what a large corporation looks at you like. So unless you're like a firefighter or a fucking uh, policeman or uh, like a public service kind of a person, that's different. Those Mm -hmm. that's why those people get my respect is because at the end of the day, you're not, you don't have to do the grind like we do. You just have to deal with us and people suck. And that's fucking miserable. I know we have some policemen that listen to us and I respect the shit out of you guys for doing that job. I could never do it. Um, that being said, I'm in the energy industry. Now I'm not like involved with, you know, the plant, but, um, I I work for a corporation. our, our, my situation is completely different than yours. So they're trying to get X, Y, Z out of me. My determination is X, Y, Z worth whatever the monetary value you're offering is. And that's the way people should look at jobs. But unfortunately, a lot of people are put into these situations where it's like, well, I need this much. They're offering it. I don't give a fuck how much I have to work because I have to hustle to make, make my bills. And it shouldn't be that way.
0: It shouldn't be that way. Because yeah. now what's it the, <laughs> what it is, what's the byproduct of that now?
1: what's uh, the... st- stress uh anxiety uh literally the production of this podcast is the byproduct of those kind of thought process right <laughs>
0: yeah. and it it trickles down like that that stress that anxiety that burnout that side hustle that trickles down into your family life
1: right and it affects your children and it yeah. affects your relationships and it affects your wife and it's fucking hard and shitty and it sucks and by the way not that you know Police and firemen don't deal with that; they deal with a completely different kind of horrific stress.
0: I, I and, knew where you were going with that. Yeah, and I'm, yeah, just, I'm
1: just putting that out there sure. before anybody gets like, "Oh, this guy's Rrr, well." No, I do trolls. give a fuck. <laughs> I used to be a soldier. I know exactly what you fuckers go through. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's all joking aside. We love we love our EMT, fire, police communities out there. Um, our healthcare workers. um Me and Dave live that life fucking every day through our spouses and our family. You guys do amazing work. Keep working. I'm sorry that you're put this current situation that you're in. That was that's funny.
0: beautiful, wasn't it? It it was. It actually it wasn't was. that special. <laughs> I, I love it. That's what,
1: that's what I say to everybody.
0: the The biggest takeaways to take out of today's episode, obviously, right? We're we're in this great resignation, like we talked about in the beginning of the episode. It's it's the the workforce is the the traditional workforce is starting to flee and we're starting to see these corrections now in companies that are like oh my god we we can't keep solid workers because they now realize their true worth like we all knew it for years we all knew our true worth but now we're starting to speak up about it and now it's becoming such a thing where now the mass population 4.5 million people were like fuck you i'm out fuck you i i need to do better for my family i need to do better for my work life balance if you're not going to give me what i know i'm worth I'm now going to treat myself like a business and I'm going to do what I know I need to do to make my family better and make myself better, which, which that byproduct is just going to make your kids better. Your spouses feel better, more secure. You're, you're doing, you're stepping outside of that comfort zone of not just working for the grind and working for that fucking dollar, but you're working more for yourself.
1: Right. Exactly. Oh, you mentioned something interesting, by the way. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you mentioned two things that you don't realize coincide with each other. Um, and one of them was inflation. And inflation is quite bad right now. And you mentioned a time period. So when was the last time inflation was uh, this bad?
0: Probably the 70s and 80s.
1: 1982. Boom. Yeah, you nailed it. You fucking nailed it. You put that together in your head and you even fucking realize it. I didn't even realize that. It. That's, that's the big thing over there. That was in the news cycle the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, as toxic as the fucking news cycle is, um, uh, it didn't matter if you were on uh, CNN or fucking Fox News. Uh, people people have mentioned that quite a bit recently. Um, and a lot of similarities can be taken, uh, like a lot of you know just observational similarities can be taken between these the time period we're currently in, minus the horrific pandemic. Like right. It, my, let's get that out of there real quick. <laughs> that's the uh that's the cause. The effect is what we're really looking at right now. <laughs> right. Right. Um. And it's, uh, you're right, it's a dynamic change in the way we're looking at things. And in the late 70s and early 80s, there was another dynamic change. Um, and it was hyper corporatization and dynamic loss of unions, like that was the big thing going on right then. And it was a bunch of other shit, too, like the uh, right. Was the oil crisis going on? Was that the early seventies? I don't know. That Was know. early seventies? That, that was like early mid seventies. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right because it killed the fucking muscle cars in the early seventies, and like last time we saw those was like nineteen seventy two. Right. But uh, my, my point remains valid. It's just we had a large event that was happening, and now we have another large event, and it's you know causing very similar uh, economic problems. You want to call them problems? Results. No, we'll call them problems. I I,
0: I would rather call them economic corrections.
1: I don't want to call it a correction because a fucking loaf of bread almost costs $5 now.
0: (laughs) But again, look at like, again, I'm going to look at like the stock market, right? Because I've been getting more into stocks and things like that. Like when you see a correction in the stock market, prices are falling in the stocks, things like that, but they start to work to correct themselves. And maybe I'm looking at it more on like a macro scale than I am just like a regular like retail trade investor. But I I look at that more of like, we're going through a change that hasn't happened for almost 40 years. So now the macro market, if you're going to call it in that sense, and this, this is how it relates to me or how I could at least understand it or grasp it. Fair enough. The macro market is now starting to correct itself because there hasn't been major corrections in over 40 years.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So now you're starting to see this massive correction starting to play out. Where yeah, it's you, you. gotta work lean. You gotta you know scrimp a little bit and save. But those lean times that you could get out of are what's going to make you stronger or more abundant after that correction fades.
1: Right. Okay. I got it. I got you. I got you. Um. Oh, I, I've said about all I've had have on this this particular topic at the moment. Same. Um, I, I think we leave it there. I think. We avoided politicizing it. I think we did. Uh, we didn't mention anybody's name. We didn't mention any political parties um, because to be perfectly honest, they're both trash and fuck everybody.
0: We, we just <laughs> talked about my brother and him, him being a yeah, dick. He's so a dick. Yeah. <laughs> he's a dick. <laughs>
1: fuck that guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the fearless fathers podcast. This is a tough time in our, in our society in America. And it's a tough one that affects every family. No matter if you're the top one percent or the bottom ninety nine, like I don't think fall. it
1: fucks the top one percent. That's a
0: different topic for a different time. It is. I'm just, a different I'm just topic. trying to make it. I'm just trying to make it relatable. God damn it! Because maybe if so, Daddy Elon Musk listened to this, he'd be like, "Damn, he know he knows how I gonna, feel.
1: He's gonna break us off a dozen sheep. sheep exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All
0: right, we'll take the one percent out of this one, yeah, but it affects yeah. the it affects the average American family every day. A, a so. lot. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A lot. So we just that's want to why, try and give we're you we're talking about. Yep. That's why we're talking about. It. That's why we want to give you some tools, some ideas, some other thought process, like, holy shit, that actually does make sense. So that way you could try and become a better father and rethink your fatherhood. Cause that's what we're all about in this show. Right. That's yep. what we do here. So continue to go out there. I mean, we've been getting some great engagement over the last fucking few months. So continue to go out there, like rate and review this show. Give us those five stars, wherever you're listening to the show. Share it with other dads, other countries, wherever you're listening to this. The, the the louder the voice, the more we're going to get people out there. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, we, we send out weekly motivational things just to keep you going, just to keep you building since we haven't done two podcasts a week in over a year and a half. So kind of stepping into another zone to keep you focused, to keep you rethinking fatherhood in another light. And I threw together a free download of the five most common money mistakes parents make and how you can overcome those simply and effectively. So click that link, sign up for our newsletter, you'll get that free PDF immediately. Continue to go out there, continue to be the best damn dad you know you are. And until next time, guys, thanks for listening.
1: later.